Welcome to This Is Peace, the podcast of Peace Baptist Church located in Decatur, Georgia. On This Is Peace, we're sharing all things peace, sermons, devotions, inspiration, and conversations at the intersection of faith and culture. At Peace Baptist Church, our mission is to make disciples and meet needs. Our number one goal is to help you seek, serve, and share God. Let's jump into today's episode. All right. Well, welcome to the This Is Peace podcast. It's your girl, Pastor E, online campus pastor here at Peace Baptist Church. And I have here with me the songbird, the <laughs> worship leader, the the Levite, Miss <laughs> Erica Ware on the mic. Hey, 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 everybody. Come on. We love you so much here at Peace. You just bless us so much. So we just, first of all, want to thank you honor you for all you do she wants me to start crying thank you pastor e i appreciate it okay, i um i know because I, I will start crying <laughs> y'all know i'm sensitive i do not take for granted anything that i get to do in ministry because i do look at it like that it is a job yes but i'm allowed to do this and it's a heavy responsibility but i'm grateful i'm grateful that god chooses me <laughs> yeah i like that you said i'm allowed to do it. Yeah. i heard someone else say they get to do it. Yeah. Like it's I a, get to do this. It's an honor. It's, it's an honor. Yep. To be chosen by God, like yep. you said. So yep. yeah, I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate- <laughs> Dang it, you know, I'm the little cheering squad. On you are. I appreciate it. Y'all don't get to see her all the time over there, but she be hyping me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the sermon from this past week. Pastor, Absolutely. Pastor preached this message how to bring out the best. Mm-hmm. He used the story of Jesus turning water into wine to help mm-hmm. us understand that there's more. Mm-hmm. Jesus has more for us. And um, his premise was the best is yet to come. Absolutely. The Absolutely. best is yet to come. So real quick, here were his four points. Now, but wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, mm-hmm. I got, I got to, I got to, because <laughs> As he was getting us into this sermon, he was getting us together. He was. Because he told us we got to be like Mary. That's it. Invite Jesus into our issues and our problems. That's right. A lot of times we're inviting the wrong people. Don't we, though? Into what's going Ooh, on. Oh, Lord. Yes, we do. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes we go into that man, that woman, that Listen. bottle. Like Najar, Najar, Pastor Najari, our youth pastor, would say that blunt. That blunt. Okay. <laughs> or as we used to say back in the day, that joint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We take it to other things. For some of us, it could be food. It could yes. be a, a alcohol. Yes. You know, and that's tough. Like To social it, media, we take it there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to, to just gauge our attention. Mm-hmm. What do you do when life is lifing? Y'all know I like mm-hmm. to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you balance that and take it to Jesus first? Like, what is your first? If I'm honest, which I'm assuming you want me to be honest. Go ahead, be honest. (laughs) I struggle. I have struggled. That has been a a struggle for me because my first instinct, just as Erica, is to try and fix it. Mm -hmm. What can I do? What do I need to do to fix this? Mm Because. I need it to be done now because I don't want to suffer. I don't want to go through these issues. So what can I do to fix it? And if y'all know how life is, many times 
we can't fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not enough money. Well, I don't have enough money. Maybe there is somewhere, but I don't have enough money to fix it, to change it. It's on the way in Jesus' name. Money comes in Jesus' name. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I honestly, a lot of times, in, in particular in the past, and I have learned, y'all hear me say all the time, if you know, in service and people that know me know I say all the time, I have just continued to live and I have learned different ways. But God used to have to sit me down. Mm-hmm. So he would he would have to shut me down real quick because I did. I struggled with let me take this to God first. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm learning that because uh, food isn't it. You know, I, I'll sit in there and eat, hey, <laughs> eat my feelings. I know what that's about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. You're going through and you just, I'm going to either not eat anything or I'm going to eat everything. Everything. You know? And the chocolate. Chocolate sits beh- beside my bed for that very reason. <laughs> I am a chocolate girl. <laughs> but I I realize that my vices cannot bring me victory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can't. They they are not going to be the thing to get me through this thing. I'm not going to be victorious through the things that are essentially going to destroy me at the end of the day. So I make it a point and a habit. Now I try. And y'all, please hear me. I am not perfect. I don't get it right every time. And sometimes it is, tru- it is truly a, a process. But... I really make it a point to say, God, this is where I am. This is what's going on. You already know. All right, now you show me. Because I used to think, I also used to have this thing of, and you know, maybe somebody else feels like this. I used to think, well, if I'm going through or I'm, I'm wanting something from God, I need to read all the Bible verses. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read all the Jesus books. So my mom would tell you, she was, if she was here, she would tell you there was a time I was going through something and she was like, girl, I came in your room. You got Bible scriptures all over oh, your Lord. wall. <laughs> you, you done took out all your secular books and put them in the, lobby, in the, in the closet and you brought out all these different Bible verses. And Bible versions. I said, in a minute, Lord, because you ain't going to say it, because I love you, Jesus. And she was like, God doesn't work that way, baby. You know, God, He He know your heart, number one. So He know this ain't real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but you just take it to Him earnestly. And I think when we realize how much God really knows us, that's helped me. When I realize God that I can't fool Him with this fluff talk, Mm -hmm. because He knows me better than anybody. Yeah. And it's easy it's easy to fall into that when you're out leading in the front. Yes. When it comes to faith, community, 100%. And stuff like that because I I think I was the same way mm-hmm. at the time where it's just like, okay, let me find <laughs> Okay, this is what the word this says about it. This is what the word of God it. said. <laughs> but even recently, I've been going through some stuff where I just had to be like, God, yes. this is how I feel. This is it. This is exactly how I feel about this, and I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. To, I don't even know what to say to you about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, but I need you to help me focus on you. That was my prayer. Help me focus on you yes. and what you can do about this. Yes. Yeah. So his first point was expectation, that we have to believe Jesus for the best. hmm like Mary knew that Jesus was a fixer. She knew who she he was. She couldn't fix it. <laughs> she knew exactly who he was. And it's like, Jesus, here's the problem. Here. <laughs> Here. You take this. Now, I love Jesus because at first he's like, woman, this ain't my problem. This ain't my issue, girl. <laughs> It's not my time to be out here like this. What? I am chilling. What do you want? <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I always use this part of the story to, you know, encourage myself and encourage others that you can say no to people. Come on. Because Jesus was borderline saying no. He was right there. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> but then he had to consider his calling and it's like, okay, 
Let me go ahead. Yes. Let me go ahead and do this. And he knew, I believe he knew it was a necessity in that moment. Because sometimes we be calling for stuff that we don't really, it ain't, he don't need to do it then. You can do it yourself. Because you can do that. Or it ain't time for that. So go sit and wait. You ain't ready. <laughs> and he ain't ready. And he ain't ready. Ooh. Hello? <laughs> That'd be the problem. That is the thing. I got me talking bad on this machine. <laughs> That's it's me, y'all. I'm sorry. It she's is. she's so proper normally. Comfortable. <laughs> makes everybody comfortable, y'all. That's good. Um, so expectation, believe in Jesus for the best. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into abdication. All mm-hmm. these big words. Thank you for teaching us, Pastor. Help us, Pastor. Uh, the defining moment of this is leaving the details to Christ. Mm. Mary tells them servants at the wedding, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Yes. Now, I love this one. I'm going to go ahead and say number three. Number three is cooperation. Participate in your own deliverance mm-hmm. because they had to pour the water and do the yes, stuff. Yes, They do had the to actually do it. This question came up in our online group plug every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Y'all get on now. Join the Facebook group. Join the group. Join the group. But this question came up in the online group. How do you balance leaving the details to Jesus, leaving it to God, mm-hmm. but also doing your part. Like how mm-hmm. much of doing your part is too much? And, mm. and how do you know? <laughs> she getting in my business, y'all. Okay. She getting all of my business. Because I just, you know, like I said, and I say this all the time. Y'all know how, most of the things that I am, I'm, I tell it anyway. Mm-hmm. I I have a hard time leaving it up to Jesus mm-hmm. sometimes. I'm like, Lord, but what if you did it like this? Mm-hmm. Or can you do it like this? Or can you do it right now? I don't like how that feels. So can you do it? And so I tend to want to put my hands in it and say, see, you want me to participate, Lord. You asked me to help with this. And he's like, I don't. What I'm realizing is participating in our own deliverance doesn't mean he needs us to do it because he doesn't need us to do it. You know what I mean? He he can do it without our assistance because he's God. But I think that the participation in our own deliverance gives us some skin in the game in understanding who and where the blessing came from, where the deliverance came from, and that it, it shows us how to be servants and it shows us how to, that work is necessary. Yeah. Because oftentimes in some people's lives, <laughs> they feel like, you know, we felt like I don't have to work for this thing. Mm-hmm. But he paid the ultimate sacrifice for us. He did the work. He already did it. He did the biggest work. So you can do some of this. You can be responsible. Yeah. And it grows us. The work grows us. It's not the soft girl life. It's not. You know, I love everybody that's like, I'm living in my soft girl era. And I'm like, baby, I love Jesus. And he like, you can live a little soft sometimes. But baby, it's going to be rough out here. You got yeah. to do some work. You, do the work. you know what I mean? You have to participate in it yourself. But I think when you are connected to God, he shows you. Mm-hmm. All right, I need you to do this because there are some things that I'm I know for me now, right now in this season, I'm asking God for, and there are a list of things that I know I've got to do these things, but I know that the ultimate overall deliverance and the blessing and it's the miracle him. is him. all Him. So I'm I'm closing my mouth, opening my ears, using my hands and my feet. At the Come same on, say time. that one more time. You know what I mean? <laughs> the people need to catch that. I'm gonna close my mouth. Close it. I'm going to open my ears. Open your ears. And I'm going to use my hands and my feet wherever he leads them. Mm. You know, whatever he wants me to do, that's where those get used. So yielding and submitting everything you are and everything you have, everything he's given you back to him. Back to him. So he can use it. 
Because ultimately, we say it's us doing the work, but it's him doing the work through us. Mm-hmm. That's you it. know. And when we do the work, it's an act of faith. It's an act it of faith. It takes us back up to his point, number one, that we are actually believing him to yes. do what we cannot do. Because I'm putting the faith with, if I'm coupling my faith with God's hand, it's it can't fail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I trust what God is doing. And I say, God, to that point, I'm you, you. I'm not using my hands. You're using them. You show me what to do. Because even going back to that scripture, when Mary said, you know, do whatever he tells you yeah. to do, whatever he tells you to do. And what he told me to do mm-hmm. is this, 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 and mm-hmm. this. And so that's what I'm going to do. And knowing without a shadow of a doubt, this is what he told me to do. This is what he said. I'm not do. doing what somebody else told me to do. Absolutely. Because we can get caught up in that. Yeah. Oh, you You know what? You're you great at this. this. <laughs> you should do this. No, 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 ma'am. No, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in my lane. That's it. This is what <laughs> Jesus told me to do, and I'm going to stay right here yes. until he delivers, till he manifests this miracle. And I love what you said about, you know, because I can't do it because we're messy. Sometimes. We are. And I love what Pastor said. He's Jesus can take the mess of our lives yes. and manifest a miracle. Yes, he can. If we just yield ourselves to him. Yield it, yield ourselves completely mm. to him. And that is probably the most difficult part. Mm. I love that. Then manifestation, mm-hmm. look for Christ to blow your mind. Look for him to blow your mind. He gets this point from the idea that the Jesus actually performs the miracle. The, at some point, the water turns into wine, mm-hmm. and they call over the host to taste the wine, and the bridegroom comes, and he's like, you know, usually we bring out the best wine first, mm-hmm. but y'all have managed <laughs> to have the best wine for last? Right. Like, this party's still going, it's still going. and we still got the best stuff? We are still lit on the good stuff. I love Jesus. Because he, he will not leave us with the cheap stuff. He doesn't. He does not. He does not. Love him. Love him. Love him. Another question I want to ask you as we talk about this, because I feel like the past few weeks, all of the sermons, every different people have been p- preaching over the past few weeks, mm-hmm. but all of the sermons have been this kind of push, yes. this kind of nudge, this kind of yes. encouragement. You know how to how to how to navigate suffering. Yeah, anything is possible. Yes, how to come back from the rear. Mm-hmm. How to bring out the best necessary and ad- what is it necessary adversity? Adversity was mm-hmm. that that sermon. Yes, how do you continue to serve? Mm. Continue <laughs> to minister. You do it so well. <laughs> to continue to minister to God's people. And people who don't even consider themselves God's people. They're just seeking, right? But they're hearing God through you every time you mount the stage. How do you do that even in your own suffering, even in your own life when life is life? Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult because I... What what I, I always I, like I said I don't take for granted being able to be in that space on that on that stadium on that stage mounting that stage and <laughs> the stadium too come on that things. was prophetic <laughs> <laughs> but being on that stage at, at that place and in that posture I don't take it for granted but it is hard when life is life and as you say you know as we we love to say I have always it's always been a challenge for me but on the other hand for me worship is my posture mm-hmm. when I'm going through so whether that's in my private time or it's in front of the world 
what I've learned is God, he graced me for a time like this. He graced me to say, whatever my lot, thou has taught me to say it as well, mm. in spite of. And that is that is uncomfortable. It sucks a lot of times. It's hard because people do pull on you. But what I also recognize is that the more I worship, the more strength I get, the more I worship, the better I feel, the more I worship, even when the stuff is still happening around me, God shows me how present he is mm-hmm. when I worship. And so, like I said, whether that's me worshiping at home, because I don't just do this on the stage. I do this in my car. And I do this important. in my house. You know, I said my neighbor's. They probably can't stand me. They be so tired <laughs> they of me. Because, baby, I be, I'm probably beating on the walls. Yeah, you can sing. They getting a concert, okay? I know they probably are like, what is she doing over there? But I'm like, if I'm in the shower, especially when it's really, because, you know, anybody that's living today, y'all know life is crazy right now. And so financially and just emotionally and just we're in the middle of war. And it's just life is crazy. Yeah, and we don't know I, what's happening next. We don't know what's coming next. And the enemy would have it that we would be depressed and in dark spaces. And I've been there. I, I've gotten there. But worship is the posture that brings me out of that. And so the blessing is I get to do that for a living. Mm-hmm. I get to worship God for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and the blessing is to be in a, in a church like peace that doesn't, that does not forsake your scars. They don't, they don't judge you for your mm-hmm. scars. So I'm able to come in the place, even when I'm going through and say, this is where I am. Yeah. This is where, this is what hurts. You can be authentic. And I can be authentic and I can weep and I can, you know, cry out to God and, he can usher us all through because yes. oftentimes what I feel when I come in the space is I'm not the only one going mm-hmm. through it. And he helps to show me you're not by yourself, but none of you are alone because I'm here and I'll surround you in worship. So it, it helps me actually that I'm able to do this for a living. Worship is the posture. Worship is the posture it takes. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, I found that to be true in my own life that when I worship, it shifts my attention yes. from the problem. Yes, and in the moments of worship, all I'm thinking about is him. It's him. The 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 Lord over the problem. Because he is the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then I can take it to him. Pastor talked about that in this sermon yeah. too. Yeah. Take take it to take him. it to the one who created it. <laughs> yes. Take it to the one who can really fix it. Because he knows it better than than anybody. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Okay. I love this. Um. Before we sign off with <laughs> you. I, Pastor gave us his four, uh, how to bring out the best. What mm-hmm. are your four? It doesn't have to be based on the Bible. <laughs> it can be your life experience. But what have you learned? And it could be some of these same mm-hmm. things. But what have you learned are the four, your four go-tos when it comes to experiencing God's best in your life? Um, these won't be in any, probably any particular order, but... In this season of my life, I have learned, kind of similar to what he said, I am learning to trust God for bigger Mm -hmm. because I often believe big for everybody else, but I am trusting God for bigger for me because I ask him for little. I just ask him for enough. Mm -hmm. And the God that I serve is bigger. So why would he not want bigger for me? So trusting him, believing him for not just good, but for bigger, mm. you know. Let's th- let's pause right there because I think a lot of us do that. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we do that because of how what we have already experienced mm-hmm. in life, it hasn't 
we haven't seen a lot of it. Yes. Or we've witnessed it happen to others around us. For other people. But it's like, when, God, Mm -hmm. is this going to happen for me? And so you start lowering your expectations. But I'm going to serve you anyway, God. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about that. Yes. Yes. I, I, I recently, this is this, and this is something y'all trust me. I, this is not like I've been walking this for 20 years. This is literally like the last maybe six months. I told my mom, I was like, Oh, I'm just believing God that, you know, I'll have enough to pay my rent this month. Mm -hmm. And she said, that's it. And I said, well, I mean, he's done it before. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but that's not all he's capable of. Mm. But to your point, that's what we've seen. And we do. I realize I lowered my expectation. I put God in a smaller box than he ever belonged in. And that was my fault because he was like, I never tell you to do. (laughs) You know, I didn't tell you to lower your expectation. I didn't tell you to lower your thoughts of me because even in doing that, we limit him and we tell him, do we really trust him if we only believe him? For the little. So I was talking to somebody here even in, in at work the other day here at the church. And she said something to the effect of, well, those things are like fairy tales. It's not real life. And I said, God is a God of fairy tales to me. Because if even if it doesn't seem like it's possible yes. to you, I know if God shows it to me, if he showed it to me, even if it's in somebody else's life, if he showed it to me in a movie, if he showed it to me wherever. Now, that may not be the thing he has for me, Mm -hmm. but when he shows it to me, I don't care how big and outrageous it seems to you. I'm believing God for that. Hold on to it right there. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. Anything is possible. It's possible. You said that, Pastor E. I said it. That was your word. (laughs) And let me tell you this. God even took it after I preached it. God took it even further from me because, you know, the text says all things are possible. All things, yeah. And I use the title, Anything is Possible, and I believe God led me to use that because when we say that in common vernacular, we're like the wild, your wildest dreams. Yeah. Anything you can think of, God can do it. Later that week after I preached the sermon, I was stuck on all things are possible. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, when you say anything... When you walk into a room and someone says, so you can have any one of these, mm-hmm. it means you have to choose. You have to you choose. You have this or that. Mm. But when you walk in a room and somebody says, you can I'll, have all of it. Don't make me run around you can this ma- room. <laughs> you can have this and this and that and yes. that and this yes. and that. So all things like that text is solid. Take the, li- take the limits take off. Take the limits off. <laughs> Take the limits off. So the colloquialism, it stands. Yes. Your wildest dreams, God can do it. He can do it. But he can do all of it. He can do all, because I I might, my dreams are big and they all have, they have different spaces Mm -hmm. and God isn't limited to just one of them. He can do them all. Awesome. So the. Your number one. That's my believe number one. Yes, believe in God. Yes, believe in God for bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I have almost kind of to go back to what I said a little while ago. I have learned in in getting the best or ex- believing God for the best or expecting God, you know, expecting the best from God is to close my mouth. I've learned to be quiet. Ooh. That is huge for me because... And I guess that kind of goes along with leave the details up to God. So these probably will line up very much with what he said, but close my mouth because I think sometimes we talk ourselves into and out of a lot of stuff. We do. Because there is not, it is not, an, it is not, um, it's on purpose that it's in the word that life and death is in the power of mm-hmm. our tongue. It is important what we say, how we say it, when we say it. And somebody said to me the other day, I, you know, I'm not a big like, oh, you can manifest this and you can speak this, but... 
to a degree, mm-hmm. your mouth is in, you, you speak a lot of things on your life. You speak, you know, I was walking around, I'm just sick. I'm just tired. I'm not feel good. I don't, that. well, of course you don't feel well because mm-hmm. you're saying it Thanks. every day. You keep saying it. You know, now I'm I'm depressed. I'm this. So I've learned even when I am that, that is my current posture. That don't have nothing to do with tomorrow. Wow. They don't have anything to do with 20 minutes from now, whenever it is that God makes the decision to adjust it. So I've learned in expecting more from God, because I think that there are situations where I've talked myself out of blessings and I've talked myself out mm. of bigger because I didn't believe him for mm. bigger. So I said, let me be quiet. I'm going to talk to you and and to your point that you made earlier. I'm going to stop talking to everybody around me about what I'm believing God for all the time. Because everybody, as much as we love people, everybody don't wish the best for you. And everybody doesn't have your faith. One more time. And so when you're speaking and saying God is going to do this and I believe God is a healer and I believe God is going to make way out of, you know, my finances. I believe he's going to do this. And it's people around you like, girl, he ain't going to do that. Right. Girl, I don't know what you think that. So I've learned just yeah. Erica, close your mouth. Yeah. Cause Guard the, your mouth. Because the enemy can use even pe- they may not even know yes. what they're doing. Yes. But he'll use it because it enters your ears, mm-hmm. it enters your heart. Yes. And you might start saying it yourself. You start speaking and it. And the more you say it, I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> the more you say that. Listen. Day, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you, you gotta just be mindful. So I, I've learned to close my mouth. <laughs> Uh, That is important. I have learned, too, that in expecting the best from God, that I praise him in the now. Mm -hmm. Again, that's a part of just where I live my life. And again, that's out of... (laughs) necessity because I've struggled in that area. I've been looking to what is what I can see. Even when I have believed that God was going to do bigger, I'm so intent on waiting for the bigger that I don't thank him for the now. And so me blessing God and you know so what what do they say you know if you you waiting for the house you know you should praise God in the lobby or you praise him outside the door you know and that's me now is while I'm waiting for bigger how do I bring out the best in God is to be grateful and bless him for the now everything that I have today because he didn't have to do it you know what even what I said Sunday you know it could have been me it could (laughs) have been me you know what I mean when I think about where I was I'm living things that I didn't expect that I would be living five or six, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect this to be the thing. Mm-hmm. I might have dreamt for bigger, but at that time, this was what I wanted, and I didn't have it then. And yeah. look at what God has done. Yeah. So if he did this, how much more? How he, much more can he do? How much? How more much more does he, he do? love me? You know? I love that. I love that um, because a lot of times we we neglect to celebrate the small things. Yes, or the essential things that God is already doing. Mm-hmm. And we neglect, we forget. That's that might be a good word mm-hmm. too. We forget what he's already done. Yes. Because of the the chaos or the the struggle of what we're experiencing yes. now. But he's already done so much. Yes. Already done so much. There's a song. I don't I don't know the words. So I'm gonna just stop right there. <laughs> um, she gonna think about it later and say this, this that is song. this is if he doesn't do anything else. Yes. He's already done he's enough. He's already done enough. My mama used to sing that song in this church. I feel so old. If he don't do another <laughs> thing, if the Lord doesn't do anything else for me, he's, he's already. already done enough. And when we take that I used to think that meant that I can't ask God for more because he's already done enough. Mm-hmm. But it's he's done enough up to this point. Mm-hmm. 
He's capable of so much more. Yeah. But bless him for the today. Come bless on. him for the now. Bless him for the now. Yeah. Bless him for the now. So was that three or four? I think that was three. One more. So four, I would say um, very much what, what Pastor said is wait for God to blow mm-hmm. your mind. Just... Um, I I have just doubted so much what God was capable of for me. And the more the more he shows out <laughs> in my life and the more he says this all the time if you see it in your neighborhood. I think he mm-hmm. even said that on mm-hmm. Sunday, you know, if you then you should be shouting cuz you should be excited yeah. that it's in the neighborhood. It's in your on your way on on the way to you. But even to kind of add to that cuz that's that's four but that was his four. <laughs> His fourth, I would say I also have learned to gather who I need for the journey. I was just about to ask you about this. Yeah. Gather who I need for the journey. That's the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Gather who I need for the journey because what I I tend to do is isolate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can do it. I'll just handle it myself or... Because I'm always nervous about if 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 it's good, I want to bring people along. But if it's bad, I don't want anybody else mm-hmm. to experience this with me. But God is showing me you need your village. Yeah. You need your team. You need and what I have for you, what he's shown me personally, showing me personally, even now what I have for you. And this is God, even in this moment, what I have for you is not you can't carry the mantle on your own. And so it's too big, it's too big, but there is a heaviness and a responsibility that I'm giving you. And the responsibility is going to be a blessing because lives are going to be changed. Mm -hmm. Things are going to be touched. And I think that's for all of us. What we do impacts somebody. Yes. But the greatness of it and Mm -hmm. the the magnitude of it, he didn't bless you just to bless you. He wants, you know, who is going to be those that are around you that you can bring alongside you to to gird you up when you need it and to, you know, to just walk beside you and walk alongside you to to carry it with you. You know what I mean? That's that's some good stuff, because when you start thinking about the fact that your assignment and your anointing and your call and what you were chosen to do actually impacts other people. I'm not talking just about the people in the congregation, but like you said, your village. There's somebody waiting on you to step out and do what God, move in the direction that God has called you Yes, And they're going to get blessed because you allowed them access to what God is doing in your life. When my mom was was pregnant with me, and, and she wouldn't mind me telling this. I'm going to tell her later. I told her. She's going to say, you just tell my business. <laughs> my mother was pregnant with me. She was planning on giving me up for adoption because she was just like, I don't have support. I don't know what's going on. It's going to be a lot. And she went to a church service in Savannah, Georgia, where I was born. And we don't know this pastor. Never seen this person again in our lives. But he told her, that little girl, she didn't know I was a girl. He She walked down to give offering or something. And he said, Young lady, that little girl that you're carrying, mm. she needs you. You are her. You are the one that's going to help her carry mm. the mantle that God has put on her life. And she's going to need you to guide her and teach her. And what that showed me, even as an adult, when she told me this later was, there wasn't, she didn't allow, she didn't have, and, and for a lot of reasons, people to help to, to support her and to walk with her in her journey. Mm. But God started it even with me as a child, with my mama being the first one to that had to help me carry the mantle. Mm-hmm. Cause God didn't just give you this gifting to your point. If whether it's for the world, it's for a stage, it's for stadiums, it's for a sanctuary. It's just for your family. It's for your house. Mm-hmm. There is somebody there that is waiting for you yeah. 
you know, that needs you to fulfill whatever it is that God has for them to do, because they're going to take the example from you. They're going to watch what you do. And I told her even recently, I said, Mom, I do what I do because I emulated you. Mm. And I didn't know that was her method of being the mantle carrier. Yes. You know what I mean? And for me to come Somebody's in and bear gotta it. Somebody got to catch the mantle. <laughs> Somebody got to catch it. You know yeah. what I mean? And if it did not affect anybody else but me. Mm-hmm. That's what God may have purposed her for. Now, my mama has sang all over the world. She sang in front of stages and kings, queens, literally. But she always says, you know, my greatest calling is as being your mom. And I believe in that it was for her to carry a mantle, for me to see it, emulate it, come and pick it up, and we can bear it together. And now something that she didn't have, I can bring people alongside mm-hmm. us to say this is a gifting that God has given us. Whoever is going to affect, whoever is going to bless, because, again, we're believing God for bigger and we are waiting on him to blow our mind. We can't take an explosion and think <laughs> you can do it by yourself. Mm-mm. You know, you can't do it alone. So cannot. Can yeah. Well, we, we thank you, Mama Penny. <laughs> thank just you. Just your sugar. obedience. <laughs> She is blessing over here. Praise the Lord. So those are your four. Those are my um, four and a half. Yeah. So much, Erica, for just sharing with us, talking about this sermon, this amazing message. Great Um, message. Pastor always getting us together. He is. Giving us tools. Yes. To do life with um, practical tools. Absolutely. And I love the fact that it's practical. We can we can apply all of this to our everyday life. Amen. So, y'all, if you did not catch the sermon, How to Bring Out the Best, head over to YouTube. Check out the sermon. It will bless your life. It will help you move into the season of manifesting God's miracles in your life. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining Thank you, us. Pastor e, for I feel like I want to call this segment Let's Talk About It. There it is. Let's talk about <laughs> it. It might stick. That's it. I like it. Well, y'all, until next time, we love you. Most importantly, God loves you. Yes. Peace. Peace. Thank you for joining us today. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey with Christ, we want to celebrate with you. We also have some resources to help you on your journey. To find out more about Peace Baptist Church, head over to our website at thisispeace.org. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Peace.